Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. How you doing? Happy Hump Day. Uh, just, uh, you know what? I can't call it rain. Because that, that would be an exaggeration. But there was uh, some spitting that happened here like 30 minutes ago. It's already over. But, uh, hey, beggars can't be choosers out there. It's uh, going to cool off today. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be overcast all day. So uh, that's kind of nice. Maybe get out there, get out on the golf course, hit that ball around. Uh, because it's going to be, I, I heard, like barely over 100. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great day here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, what else? Oh, got it quick, really quick. Bradley Dean tickets this Sunday. Dinner with Bradley Dean uh, starts at 5.30. Dinner's at 6. It's $25. Uh, We are down to uh, just the last. I I think we're down to eight tickets left because it's a spacing issue. Uh, Jason is possibly thinking about adding a few more spots but we want to be careful here uh this is for dinner with bradley dean cathay athens is going to be providing all the food uh, all the money by the way the 25 dollars we're collecting for the tickets all of that goes to bradley dean's ministry so none of that is uh for the radio station this is just solely uh to help uh and give back to a great ministry like bradley dean and then of course on monday Monday, we just have the free event. There's no food on Monday, uh, but Monday, uh, Bradley Dean at the radio station. Uh, and then if, if, it, if it's big enough, if it gets bigger, we'll actually move it to the park. We've actually talked to the city of Johnstown, uh, so we may, we, we may be doing that Monday evening. Uh, but get those tickets because that's the important thing. If Jason's going to add a few, we need to do it soon. Uh, so just call the radio station, 970-587. Five zero zero three. Once again, nine seven zero five eight seven five zero zero three, and get the the last of those remaining Bradley Dean tickets. What, what a cool thing! And again, this is just the start, right? We're going to start doing a lot more things. Uh, try to get a lot more of our show host. You know, as we talked about working with David Knight, uh, we, we, we're uh, we're actually going to talk to uh, Milan. From Tahibo T, uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn Tate, uh, Shelby Gallagher, right? Some of these other show hosts, and, and try to do a lot more stuff. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. So uh, the better, the more support we get now, the more the more we'll do more of these things in the future. Uh, so keep that in mind. Yesterday, oh, I bowled. It was it was so fun because I bowled three games. I bowled them all well, and then of course last week, kind of like golf. You know when you play a great round of golf and you get all pumped up, you're like, yeah, I, I figured it out. And then the next time you play, it's like the worst round ever. That happened to me. Last week, I was terrible. Uh, this week, I bounced back. I wasn't, I wasn't as good as I was a few weeks ago, but solid effort by me. And, uh, yeah, so I'll pat myself on the back. I, I beat my wife. Uh, we've uh, my wife has uh, started bowling with us. I never beat her, uh, but I have beaten her again. Now this is the third time. Even the time when I played poorly, she played poorly as well. But 
She admitted last night, yes, I'm a better bowler than her now. Yes. Progress, baby, progress. Uh, but again, I'm going to tell you, and, and I know you don't want to hear it, but it's true, CBD. It's why. Couldn't do it without it. Uh, the My Kind CBD products. Listen, I, I, it, it's wonderful because it's great because it's a, a great supporter. My Kind's a... The, the really when you think about it you know going through they're the biggest supporter of the radio station uh, when you buy their products from us uh, so that's wonderful uh, but it just helps you I mean if you're dealing with any kind I take it because of inflammation and I've told you this but it does so many different things the retinol cream I've had I have not had one single person say anything bad about the retinol cream whatsoever all it does is make them look younger that's all I hear. Lightens up the age spots, uh, t- lightens up all the wrinkles and all of that stuff. And again, these guys—that's one of the things they—they they spent big money going up against all the high-end retinol creams. Beat them all. Beat them all. Uh, the salve is great, especially uh, when you have certain areas, you know, like a shoulder or a knee or, or something to that. You know what? Uh, one of our one of our customers used it on an injured bird. Yeah, totally, and it works. What can I tell you? If you have anxiety, uh, trouble sleeping at night, uh, they're, they're wonderful products. The lotion is a great product, and, and especially with sunburns, apparently. Who knew, right? So check them all out. We got pet products there, all of those things. 1360 KHNC, hit the shopping cart button uh, to get all of those things that could just help you heal without having to take you know 50 advils or be you know stuck taking all these pharmaceuticals allow your body to heal the natural way and here's the great part yes i know it comes from the marijuana plant right i get there is no thc in this product what that means thc is is the thing that gets you high it's it's like if you take a drug test for marijuana they're looking for thc none of that is in these products absolutely guaranteed not a so you don't have to worry about that either it won't make you high you can take as much as you want when we get back we got a gold rally what's behind it and how many more fed talkers are we gonna get 800-951-0592, 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, Jay Powell yesterday, I was listening to him in front of Con. What a waste. What a waste. You know, I wish all of these elected officials, and they can't help it. This is one of the few things that get a lot of exposure when the Fed chief is there, and they all like to grandstand. The Democrats and the Republicans, they waste five minutes talking about things that have nothing to do with J-Pop. They want to make political statements. and I wish they, they would focus on, okay, why are we here today? Well, we're here to talk about the Federal Reserve. Okay, well, let's, let's all comments and questions should be related to that. But, you know, you can't stop these guys. They're all... I guess. I don't know. They all have their own little projects, and that's all they want to talk about. I mean, it was ridiculous. But, again, 
the questions were very poor. Uh, the answers were even worse. Uh, there was no follow-ups. Uh, very, uh, really, quite honestly, I you know, and I, I kind of jumped on Janet Yellen when she skipped her mandatory meeting. It's a waste of time. And, and here's the sad part. Maxine Waters. I don't know if you remember Maxine Waters. For those of you who don't, you're going to have to Google her. Uh, this is everything that's wrong with our political system. She's a poster child for term limits. But Maxine Waters somehow got on this banking committee, doesn't know anything about it. But she's been on it for so long, you would think that she would learn things. She uh, was uh, going back like 10 years ago, thought our currency was still backed by gold. I'm not, I can't make it up. Oh yeah, that's what she thought. And she is now the head of the banking. She's been there for so long. She was late. She barely showed up right at the very end. And somebody had to give their time for her uh, just to make some, a little three-minute speech, didn't even ask a question. But again, when they already know the answer, what's the point? And Jay Powell made some very, uh, I'm trying to find the right word. This is the problem. I need a better vocabulary because I, I want to find the right word. And I, and I just can't. But when talking about the dollar, does not acknowledge the fact that the dollar's role as the reserve currency is diminishing. It's still the reserve currency, sure. It's at 59%. But the his the arrogance. And this is the part, this is why we need to be afraid. You would say you would hope to hear. Yes, we're the decline in the usage. Remember now, the dollar's been declining in usage. One percent a year, and then last year it fell two percent in, in uh, what we call uh, global reserves. In other words, what, what do countries do with their money? As I told you, the Treasury Department, as an example, right? they got like six or $700 billion. Well, it doesn't sit in a bank account. They put them into bonds, short-dated ones. But they pick the currency that they want. Now, for the longest time, 70-80% of people picked the United States Treasury markets. It's down to 59%. Down to 59%. And Jay Powell, oh, we're the reverse. It's not even close. Which ought to tell you, guess what, if he has to say it like that, should, should, tell you all you need to know there's trouble right and this is a a banking thing we've seen these bankers use this time and time again oh no bear store we're fine our balance sheet is strong oh wait we're out of business lehman brothers it's great it's fine don't worry i'll wait it's out of business it's a subprime problem we got it contained full-blown housing crash 
There's not inflation. Okay, well, there's a little inflation. Well, you know what? It's just going to be transitory inflation. He did make another interesting comment. He said that this will not be the 1970-style inflation. I'm going to tell you right now, he's right. It's not going to be. First of all, (laughs) it would be if you tracked it the way they did in the 1970s. But let's set that aside. He's right. It's not going to be that. This is going to be much, much worse. Because the debt problems are that much bigger. And, And we're seeing, you know, the one thing about the 70s, there was no emerging power. China, what did we know about China in the 70s? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing anybody remembers was what was Time Magazine or Life, or one of those two, where Richard Nixon was on the cover, and he went he went to raid China, right? We just well, you know, I don't know, it's China. What do they do? The oxen and they grow rice over there, right? We, we, that, that's how you know, uneducated. We didn't know. Were they a, a, a power of any sort? No. Right? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, well, they're communists. We know that. And, uh, yeah, they cheat at the Olympics. I mean, I mean, that's what did we know? So, Jay Powell's right. This isn't going to be like the 1970s this time. Because at least in the 1970s, there was nowhere else to go. I mean, we were it. Now there's other places to go. And we start thinking about all these moronic policies. And, And again, we can't have prosperity from a printing press. And and this morning, gold's up double digits. Gold's up ten bucks this morning uh, on on news. Well, new home sales fell and and fell hard. Uh, the lowest uh, in over a year. But here's the thing: prices way up. And and I and I was thinking, you know, God, our home sales peaking. I think they have. But that doesn't mean the price has. There's not a lot out there. Everybody's raising their prices. Uh, I just got an update uh, in Colorado, a subdivision in Colorado. Booming subdivision. This is one of those subdivisions that reminds me of Arizona where they built, like, master planned hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, really thousands of homes all in one spot. Raised price is $150,000 on their base home. $150,000. Sales are falling, yet prices uh, continuing to set records. It's the, the strangest thing. The median price up 18.1% year over year. Now remember, Jay Powell, it's not the 70s inflation, baby. No, it's fine. Home 
prices, new home prices are up 18%. You know what he says inflation is in housing? Two. Well, let me be fair. 2.1. I don't know where they're living. I don't know where they're living. By the way, 374,400. That was the median price. The average price, $430,000. It's now the average price of a new home. I can't help it. You know, I bought, you know, it's so funny, in 2000, my wife and I are first home. We bought the average price home in 2000. We did. It was 1,600 square feet. Well, it's a little over that, but 1,640 somewhere. Three bedroom, two bath, single story, on a postage stamp, out in the desert. What's now like 35, 40,000 people live there. Up, up an anthem for you locals. 135,000 dollars. Now that number 20. One years later, four hundred really four. I'm running a round up here. Four hundred and thirty-one thousand dollars, or essentially three hundred thousand dollars more. And there's no inflation. Why do you think we're becoming the rental society? Did you see uh, BlackRock? Bought 17,000 more rental properties. And and listen, I don't want to spread misinformation. BlackRock did not buy 17,000 homes. They bought another company that already owned 17,000 rental homes. Uh, BlackRock, by far the largest landlord in the country now. Uh, You know, and it used to be, listen, it used to be Wall Street bought apartment buildings. That made sense. Right? I mean, you know, you build a big apartment complex. You got hundreds of units. And, and it's expensive. You got to buy the land, build the buildings. You know, that's, that, that's, that seems like that would be uh, the perfect spot. Not anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still do the apartment complexes. But the amount of homes owned by bankers, and we could argue right now, couldn't we argue? Hey, maybe we should mm, limit that. But what do you do, right? Because here's the thing. After the housing crash, who bought all these homes? Wall Street. BlackRock, right? Unfortunately, not enough of us could do it. I wish we could go back, huh? Buy them all. Of course, you got to outbid BlackRock. And here's the part that that bothered me the most. Not that they own 17,000 more units. By the way, their average price they paid, I did the math on it, was a little over $350,000 for this these uh Units, these houses, 17,000 of them. They bought a company 
that was rent-to-own properties. In other words, hey, we know you don't quite have the money yet. Come in. We'll agree to a price. You're going to pay the rent plus a little extra. And, you know, three to five years from now, you can buy the home. Pretty cool thing, at least in my opinion. Pretty cool thing that, that would, you know, that would make sense. Now, that's a program that would make sense. Right, you, you gotta have twenty percent down. Who's got twenty percent of four hundred and thirty thousand? How old are you? Oh, yeah, I'm twenty-eight years old. All right, well, you want this average house? Yes, that would be great. Perfect. I just got married. We're expecting our first child. Yeah, okay. Well, just write me a check for eighty-six thousand. The down payment. It's like 70%, 60% of the first home I ever bought. The down payment would have bought three and a half houses in 1971. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Let's just check in on the no inflation story. Just start really in 1971 that's the fairest place to start you know because the fed took over in 1933 uh we're still on the gold standard here at least here in the u.s until uh they took over 1913 1933 they took the gold from the citizenry but not from foreigners and then in 1971, no foreign governments could get uh, gold for treasuries any longer. And everything went, you know, into full wolf guarding the hen house, right? We, we gave the bankers full control. And here's the funny part. Not only did we give them full control, they get to determine how to track inflation. Who, who, who in their right mind would do that, Right? Right? No checks and balances, absolute power. But let's just look at a few things. The average cost of a new home in 1971 was a little over $26,000. Just told you, 431000 today. Average new car, a little over $3,000. Where are we today? I don't even know what the number is today. 40, 50, somewhere like that. Right? Let's just call it 40,000. I think the average loan on a new car now is approaching 40,000. So usually people you put money down and about 40 grand, maybe 45 was 3. Right? And and you start uh credit card debt. How about that? Average credit card debt in 1971. How about a, a big fat zero? Yeah. They barely existed. Now we've got a trillion dollars of credit card debt. Right? We went from essentially zero to a trillion. How about, now granted, who makes out on the credit card? Boy, the banks, that's their favorite item, right? 
not paying off your credit cards every month is just giving the banks outright ability to rob you. Why should they, why are they allowed to charge even like listen I've got fantastic credit over 800 credit score credit. If I didn't pay off it even all of my credit cards they're all zero. But even for me, they want 15 or 16%, 17%. I don't even know i got to look if I didn't pay them off. And heaven forbid you missed a payment, this or that. They're whacking you 20%, 25%. used to be zero. Of course, I told you the national debt, $400 billion. Today, the federal government's 28.5, but the, you got to remember, Central Bank's got eight. So we're at $35 trillion from $400 billion. You see the patterns here? Student loan debt. Another one. By the way, that moratorium is coming to an end. Student loan debt. 1971. Didn't really exist. It's a little bit. You know, you had some Pell Grants and some, you know, some small programs but going to Harvard was like three grand but I'm not making that number up going to Harvard today is about seventy six thousand dollars <laughs> right? believe me I know because my my youngest son is gonna go play football at the University of San Diego was being recruited by Columbia was being recruited by Yale and there was another one and I forget and I oh Penn the University of Pennsylvania. All three Ivy League schools. All the same. Student loan debt, which did not exist, uh, were quickly approaching $2 trillion. Let me give you some numbers. This is incredible. 35 to 49-year-olds. Okay? So you think about... Those are really your your prime prime years, right? When you're you know that's that's when you're moving up the the corporate ladder or or your your small business is taking off. I mean, you're really starting to you know come into your own financially. Has an average balance student loan balance of over forty two thousand three hundred and seventy three dollars. So back in 1971, that kind of debt, you could have bought a house, two cars, and still had like 10 grand. Now, that, that doesn't even get you enough for a down payment on your house. Again, this is debt. How about 50 to 61? They're second, $42,290. Yeah, it's only like, what, $80 less. They have soaked, soaked a soul full of debt. And, and that's really, this is their economic prosperity. Is this prosperity? Is it? Taking something that never existed 
and, and adding all of this that think about student loan debt all these people go into college wouldn't the college gotten cheaper <laughs> right I mean a public university in the 70s it didn't even cost you a couple thousand dollars I mean ASU now it's like 20 grand I mean you know you gotta do if you live on campus and in the dorm room and on the food program buying your books to it it's 20 grand and this is the problem the problem is that the wages aren't keeping up and like I said I don't even think 30 is enough if you really wanted to keep it apples to apples what are we talking about what do we need a minimum wage to be? Forty, fifty dollars an hour, and and then he comes out on and testifies in front of Congress about how there's no inflation and it's not going to be like the seventies. Dude, it's been like the seventies for decades. They've just lied about the numbers. When we get back. How's that Green New Deal working out for California? And what is it going to mean for energy prices in the future? Don't touch that up. California. California. I would call them the leader in this new, uh, what I guess, environmental, uh, socialistic type you know, utopian society, this fantasy land that they think that they live in. You know, think about some of the laws that they've done in California. Now, if you steal less than $950, they can't do anything. They can't arrest you or anything. Causing, <laughs> I'm not making it up. And it's not maybe at all a camera, but I don't like San Francisco, like, all these stores are just closing because all the people know, hey, I go in there, just don't steal more than $1,000. And they just watch you do it, and they can't do anything. I mean, what did they think? You was going to, oh, well, you know, uh, people need it. They shouldn't be arrested for shoplifting, you know, you know, a loaf of bread. Of course, you know, most people don't shoplift a loaf of bread. They're shoplifting, what, alcohol, drugs. But, you know, again. Now their power grid starting to crumble. And we're seeing this in Texas. Heck, we're even seeing it here in Arizona. Uh, California especially. But it, this thing is its spreading everywhere. right? The, the wind and solar. Thing, that was a nice idea. And it's worth pursuing. Don't get me wrong. It's worth doing. But... Remember, we've made Elon Musk a billionaire for producing, well, you know, a few hundred thousand cars. Really? Right? All these government subsidies. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, now California's got a problem. On top of the problems they already had. So many people are buying these electric vehicles that it's causing even greater problems on the power grid. Now, who has said this a million times? 
What do you really think is going to happen? And remember, listen, I'm just going by what General Motors and Ford and Mercedes and all the rest of them keep saying. They're going all electric. Uh, depending on the company, 2030 to 2035. Okay, so some companies, hey, we're not making anything but electric vehicles starting in 2030. And the, the biggest of them, 2035. We have a tiny fraction of vehicles sold in this country as electric. It's, it is so small. In California, it's like, uh-oh. Guess what? There's this very bad pattern here. That when all these people drive home from work every day, they plug their cars in. <laughs> and it's starting to cause problems with the power grid. And so now they want Californians, right, to not all plug in their cars at the same time. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And, and, and I mean this you're probably going to have to be on some kind of a schedule where, okay, on Mondays, this zip code, right, or maybe even this street, you get to plug your cars in from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the next street, hey, you get to go from 9 p.m. to midnight. I mean, that's what we're talking about. It's actually incredible. And, of course, now the cost of power is skyrocketing. Texas, we already know what they're doing there, right? Going into your, your smart thermostats and we're starting to raise the temperature because they don't have enough power to meet the demand. But now California is saying that they're having a hard time, right, and that they're struggling with And, again, remember, it's still a tiny fraction. The amount of money that's going to need to be spent is going to be astronomical. But listen, this is already decided. This is happening. And the Biden administration is going to be, and it's not just the, listen, it's not just the Biden administration. They're giving the car companies billions of of dollars to do this. Our power grids can't handle it. I mean, think about it right now. We're talking about the Hoover Dam. Very soon here may have to take some of their turbines offline. The Orville Dam in California, it's so low there that the whole hydro plant there may need to be shuttered. We don't have the power. And I'm sorry, the wind and the solar isn't enough to make this work. On top of that, I just want you to think about this. The great thing about the electric car, and especially when they're all making them, they're not going to make any parts for the old cars anymore. And eventually what's going to happen, you're just going to have to get rid of them. Which means even more people plugging in can't even get parts to fix them. Then you got to remember, too, gasoline. 
a large way of funding for highways and roads and bridges is the gasoline tax. You know what? What's, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think the states are just going to do without that income? Oh yeah. Get ready for the mileage tax. Get ready for a doubling, tripling of car registrations. Right? You name it. Probably a big t- surcharge on your power bills. By the time this thing's all said and done, we'd be more environmental friendly by staking with the gas car. That's probably what's going to happen. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 uh, The Dow's mixed. Uh, not a lot of action today. More Fed talk. More Fed lies. Uh, gold's up 8, 1784. Silver uh, up about 30 cents now, uh, $26.15 an ounce. Uh, the the storm, if you will, the the anticipation uh, of all of the Fed speak. Remember, I told you every single member of the Fed talking over the last 10 days. A bunch of hedge, hedge funds selling in gold uh, has now subsided. And here's the realities. I think everyone's coming to the same conclusion. The Fed doesn't have very many good choices. Uh, I don't have a special today. No specials today. Product availability. Uh, I thought it got better yesterday. Just got worse. And and a lot worse. Uh, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, we'll, we'll try to do better tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, you know, $20 gold pieces, 2095 $10 pieces, 1045 uh, rolls of silver eagles. Today's the last day uh, at seven sixty a roll, uh, and I don't have a lot of those left. Uh, you know what? Really, the the junk silver pretty good buy. You know, uh, rolls of silver quarters two thirty five a roll. Uh, Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two metals plans have already started rolling. Metals plans have already started rolling. Uh, so so keep your eyes out for those. Where we will will be done. Uh, by the end of the month. Uh, so the Colorado Meadows plants, the pickups in Colorado, uh, those won't be ready till next week uh, But for the pickups in Colorado. Uh, but but Meadows plants, the shipping ones, those of you that need uh, your Meadows plants shipped to you, uh, that has already started. We'll be completed with that by next week. Uh, the Bradley Dean, don't forget, 25 bucks, dinner with Bradley, this Sunday night at the radio station starts at five thirty. Uh, dinner's at six. The whole thing's going to be over, you know, seven seven thirty. Uh, and then, of course, the event on Monday uh, with Bradley Dean. That one is free. But uh, for dinner with Bradley, it's a twenty five twenty five dollars. Uh, Cathay Athens will be the one that sponsors them. Uh, is bringing and donating all the food there. All the money goes to Bradley's ministry. To call for your tickets, 970-587-5003. That's the number to the radio station. Uh, you want to get some gold or silver, or maybe you just want tickets and can't remember the radio station's number, you can always call down here at Patriot, 800-951-0592. Uh, and we'll try to get in tomorrow. We'll see what's happening, uh, but there is right now availability in both Gold and silver uh, has now become extremely limited. Who's buying it? We know. 
we know. We know who's buying it. And and the problem is nobody is selling it. I think that's that's really uh, the biggest thing. And when we look at these paper markets, uh, once again, devoid of reality because the Fed allows them to be. Right? The Fed allows them to be. You know, every metrics we use for stocks and housing and bonds say there's it's a bubble, it's a bubble, it's a bubble. The Fed, oh, no, well, you know, it, it, it's not. It, 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 well, you know, it's a little elevated, but it's okay. And, you know, transitory. Tough day. You know what? I'm a gold dealer, and I'm telling you, I don't have any gold. Nature Radio News is out for God bless everybody, man. We'll be back tomorrow.